detention veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Meet Samuel L. Coleman Jr., a man after my own heart in luxury real estate. Sam, welcome to the Christina Silva Show. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Well, Sam, this show is designed to educate our veterans about potential possibilities in where they want to go with their careers. And as a military veteran of the United States Marine Corps, I've been an ambassador leading others, just like you have, through 20 years of professional basketball to their dreams by clinching the benefits they've earned from hard work. Serving our country is no easy feat. And you know, in Nevada, we have so many veterans from every era of the military that could potentially become our clients that we want to salute. Absolutely. Do you have any family members that have ever served in our military? Not personal family, but with my in-laws, yes. Amazing. So you understand the sacrifice of freedom. And I love to use military regimen and training that I have, which has been very key in my real estate career, learning who I am in the real estate market and who I am Mm -hmm. as a team player on a real estate team, such as the Hoops to Homes Empire, that you and your basketball career mirrors and matches what I'm trying to do by being the newest Nevada broker salesperson, BS0146109. Sam, Tell us about wins in collegiate, professional, European, and basketball as a youth. What does it mean to you? To me, I believe life is a sport. So the things that I've learned, uh, much the way that you just described, um, the things that I've learned going through basketball from a li- even as a kid really translate to me as a, as a grown man, as a father, as a husband, as a business owner today. And all the adversity that I went through, being able to overcome challenges, being able to work together as, uh, on a team, being able to be self-aware. And at the end of the day, having nobody to come and rescue me, it's more so, hey, do you want to do the job? Are you going to put in the time? Are you going to put in the hours? Are you going to do what, what, what's necessary to get to the next level? Well, I grew up doing that for 20 years, and that's, uh, that's been a, a very, very vital part to my business and what has propelled me to uh, the level of success that I've attained now and beyond. And it shows. Today is an episode that I titled Centering Yourself Through Storytelling and Manifesting Freedom on Purpose. And Sam Coleman, Big Sam, are you ready to show the world that you have feelings and that you're emotional and that real estate in this critical time with low inventory, low rates, but buyers and sellers that are willing to find a trusted agent is the best time in your life to overcome obstacles that you did chasing after a pro ball career? Yes, absolutely. I'm ready. Awesome. So let's take us back to Baltimore, Maryland, where you were born in December of 1987, I feel old, psych. Tell us about Sam, your siblings, your family, and the spirit of your upbringing. So uh, I grew up in Baltimore, born and raised. My family, a very small, tight-knit family, my mom and dad, um, my sister. I have an older sister. She's seven years older than me. And we grew up very, very much the way anybody that has ever been to Baltimore, 
pretty much that way. What you see on TV or, or the stories that you read is it's real life. So um, not one of the a place that I'm definitely proud of. I'm 100% proud of growing up in Baltimore because it made me, uh, it prepared me for a lot of things in life. If you can grow up in Baltimore, you can, you can handle anything. Um, but growing up in Baltimore, my mom worked two really good jobs and she did her best to take care of me. And my father wasn't present um, after about two years old. And he came back later in my life um, when I was uh, going into college, 17, going, turning 18, going into college. And my mom exuded hard work. She exudes hard work even now. And my sister took after that. And my sister was kind of like my second mom who raised me while, while my mom was working hard. And I, that's what I grew up seeing. I grew up seeing work. There was nothing that was ever given to us. We never had to worry about the lights being cut off. We never had to worry about food. We never had to worry about things because my mom would never let that happen. She would not eat herself to make sure that we were taken care of. And um, she's always been that way. She's always been a giver. So that's been um, who I am, um, being able to go from just working hard to being a giver, to expressing that empathy that you were talking about and caring for others, doing for others, um, before caring about others before I care about myself. Uh, that's, that's, that was my childhood and seeing my mom go through that and um, my sister now and, and myself coming into my adult years, basketball was kind of my saving grace growing up through Baltimore. I started playing around eight, eight years old. And I was the kid that you picked everybody else, but me. I was like the last one to be picked on the team. Um, I was never coordinated. I was always extremely skinny. I was kind of tall, but not really tall. I was a little chunky, a little overweight. And then as I started to get older, then I started to lean out and get really, really skinny. And in high school, I played JV for three years. Most people don't know that about me, but I played junior varsity for three years. And my coach actually told me I would it would be an embarrassment to play JV for for a fourth year, but um, he just said, you know what, Sam, I'm not going to beg you to be better, but if you put in the work, you'll have a chance. So my senior year, the moments that I remember was coming down to the last 30 seconds of the, or a minute in the game and the crowd yelling, put Sam in the game. Then I finally get in the game. We're up 25 points and I get the ball in the fast break. And I start wheezing because I had bad asthma. I missed a layup on a fast break and everybody's like dying lap. Like that was, that was what I remember. That was the Sam of high school. And then somewhere going into, I uh, went to junior college and you couldn't give me away. I had, there was no recruits coming and knock at my door. And out of nowhere, I just a flip, a switch just flipped. And I suddenly started to run a little bit faster. I started to, um, toss my 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 glasses i started to toss i used to wear glasses i used to i uh, have really bad asthma i used to toss my inhaler into the woods as i walked home and uh one day after practice uh, i was having a severe asthma attack and i remember my coach coming to me and saying sam where's your inhaler and vaguely being able to say uh i threw it away and everybody was like what they called my mom my mom's freaking out everybody but i was so determined to change the story that i had been living because I was so upset that that was my life at that time. I did not want to be the kid that was a waste of height going out in public and people asking me, oh, do you play basketball? You should play basketball. And I started to resent basketball because I wanted to be good, but my physical body wouldn't allow me. You know, I had big feet. I was extremely skinny. I was awkward. You know, I couldn't run. <laughs> you know, we had to run lines and do suicides and things like 
that. And as we're running down the court, our coach would say, if Sam doesn't make it in time, we got to start from zero. And my entire team's looking at me, Sam, you better make it. We're not starting over because of you. And every single time we would either have to start over or, you know, somebody would push me across the line and then I would have, I would, I would fall over at the very last minute because I had no, I had nothing else to do. Uh, what else can I do? I can't run any faster. I'm about to have an asthma attack. But I mean, I'm 16. Give me a break, <laughs> you know. But it, it, in, in the game of basketball, at that level, preparing to go to you know professional sports or even collegiate sports, there there are no excuses. That next level is just a different beast. And um, as I went through junior uh, junior college, I started to come into myself a little bit. But then. Um, I was not the best student. I lost my partial scholarship that I had at junior college and I found myself back at home. And while I was at home, I got a job. I've always worked. Um, I actually started work when I was 13, uh, uh, just volunteering at a grocery store. And then when I got my work permit, I still, I started to officially work for that, for that uh, company. It was Stop Shop and Save Food Markets uh, that was owned by a um, entrepreneur of our church that I grew up in. And he gave a, he gave me a job. And as I went through that that phase of life, that was what I that's what I knew. So when basketball, I didn't have basketball, I went and got a job. My mom was basically telling me, "You're 19. You're not going to just sit on the couch." So uh, randomly, I got I randomly got a opportunity to play open gym uh, basketball, a free run at uh, Coppin State University. And during that free run, the coach saw me playing, knocked on the window of the gym of the arena, and told and instructed me to come upstairs. He asked me what school I went to. And I told him that I wasn't in school and he'd offered me a full scholarship. Then that was how I got to play division one basketball. So that was from Baltimore through college and, uh, very, very interesting road. Not easy, but I was actually driving a forklift and a freezer and I think it was Cisco at the time. I was driving a forklift at Cisco, um, working in a warehouse from 11 PM to seven in the morning. Yeah. Fans, you're listening to the Christina Silva Show. We truly are educating our veterans live about overcoming adversity and obstacles and challenges. Too skinny, not tall enough, not broad enough, but now absolutely standing tall with Samuel L. Coleman Jr. Hoops to Homes, our big Sam, dumbing it down for us, telling us that he grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. He honored his mom and dad for their working ethics and also for relationships that are reinforced by revisiting Sam's amazing capability of resilience and learning how to master basketball while being teased and pushed in directions to reach his actual potential in a sport he loved that took him all around the world. And I listened to Sam's account in the first segment of the show describing where he came from about his sister and his mom and remembrances of church. Sam is a walking inspiration to me. We met literally less than seven days ago and I learned about the be, do, have manifestation principle. Now Sam is going to tell us so willingly about his life while he thinks of the honor of the words queen, faith, and grace. And since he mentioned church as a division one man above the age of accountability, Sam, what can you share with us about new salvation as an adult male with a multi-million dollar business platform and also an athletic career where you are recognizable in the community? My faith is the most important part of my business. There is no way and there's no way I can be who I am without the faith that I have. 
when I relocated to Las Vegas, I did not have a network of people. I had literally just hard work, drive and inspiration. And uh, th- that, that's all I had in a backpack. That's all I had when I came here. So when I got into real estate, um, I knew that one, full transparency, I wanted to make a lot of money and I wanted to take care of my family. And I never wanted my family to have to live through what they lived through growing up. So um, my faith was that strong growing up, knowing that I will be the one to take the reins and start generational wealth. I will be the one that can go into any room, no matter what the language barrier is, the race barrier is. And I would be able to network with anybody and at any time in any way, and whatever it took for me to get there, it will require my faith. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. It's very important on every show that we show everyone's side of spirituality, mental, physical, and social brilliance to get over and to create a business plan that is straight to the point, that is integrity filled, and that is also direct to what we think we envision we want to be. But sometimes in a world like today with the pandemic and with the economy hitting everyone and unemployment so high, we have to take our creativity and marry it to our faith so that we don't get caught up in prisons. Describe to me what Correct. prison means to you and what you mentioned yesterday using that word to your audience of listeners as a speaker and inspire to other real estate professionals prison i believe that we all create these prisons we're locked behind bars if you can envision yourself being in prison willingly who would want to do that who would say hey take me to jail this is where i want to live you know for the rest of my life that's what we do subconsciously when we decide that we're too skinny when we're too tall when we're, you know, we're too uh, cold, we're too, whatever it is, whatever the barrier, the limiting beliefs that we create, those are the prisons that we actually place ourselves in. We shut the bars and we're standing inside of that prison with the key. I truly believe that everybody, there's no guru, there's no, there's no silver bullet, there's none of that that can unlock what you have inside of you. We all have a gift inside of us that makes us all special. We just never know how or when it'll be brought to fruition and realized to be expressed outwardly. How can we get what's inside of us on the outside of us? That's where the challenge is. But as human beings, we subconsciously put ourselves, keep it inside, we lock it away and come up with so many quote unquote reasons as to why or why not think why or why not things may or may not happen. And um, I believe that everything we already need, anything that we need is already inside of us. This is so great that today we're inspiring others that we can rewrite our script in our heads and in our subconscious. Yes. We can break the prison right now, here and now on the Christina Silva Show through Sam Coleman, my mentor, a new icon in my life for a period of time that showed me in under seven days to read a book, ace it, do it, and write it down and make it plain. And then he showed me by tools, tips, and tricks by things on his wall with when I'm noticing that I want to be aware of how to get to my success, I had to share something that was embarrassing to help Sam give me the answer in just one day. Guess what it is, fans? I admitted to Sam that I've been afraid of six-figure and eight-figure success for over 10 years in my real estate career, but I've been educating in multimedia and also military government contracting and inspiring others, speaking to audiences, and that I believe my weaknesses are someone else's strength. Then I prayed, I had to swallow my pride, ask for help. I met a Thai Corps title rep and she led me to Sam. Now exposing that prison for me, what it did was it made me vulnerable. And trust is something that gets us 
locked in the prison. Mistrust or trust can keep us in the prison, but if we trust ourselves, guess what? We have the keys to the prison, right, Sam? Yes, I agree 100%. Philippians 4.13 mean to you, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. So I believe that, like I said a moment ago, everything that we need is already inside of us. And Christ, he who is he who lives in me, like Christ lives in me. And that's where my strength comes from. My strength comes from the Lord. And anything that I decide to embark on, I know that no matter how difficult it is, how big that mountain is, how challenging it can be, at some point when I don't have the answers, I know where to find them. And that my help, my help comes from the Lord and it's inside of me. So if I can go back to that, no matter what the task is, no matter what the challenge is, I know I can conquer it. I know I can achieve it with the help of Christ. Thank you so much, Sam, for the five W's of who, what, when, where, why, and how in under 30 minutes today. We've learned about your background. We've learned about the highlights of your basketball career, but then doom. What does the sun mean to you in Phoenix? I want you to tell a story that you agreed to tell so that we can show that you truly overcame and now as the real estate professional, you're on your way. Take it away, Sam. So in 2015, I had an opportunity right before I got into real estate uh, to go play uh, professional basketball. Um, my agent called me and said, hey, you know, I have this relationship with the assistant GM of the Phoenix Suns. It'll be a great opportunity. And basically, they looked at me and said, yeah, he, this guy, is a, he's a G League player. He's a developmental league player. So they sent me to the G League. Um, I worked out. I was in the best shape of my life. And they asked, you know, what I had been doing and why I had played in the country that I had been playing in. And it was, you know, I bounced around to a lot of mid, mid-level, mediocre uh, leagues around the world. And they were wondering how I am this way and not playing at a higher level. And I had created the prison or a number of years that I, that I lived in. And um, during that time, I said, well, this is my shot to the NBA. They shifted my mindset from being a small forward, power forward, I mean, a power forward center to being a small forward, power forward. And right away, they looked at me as an asset to be in the NBA. Um, during that, during that training camp, uh, it was a huge opportunity for me to showcase my talent, which I did. And the GM came to me and said, Sam, unfortunately, uh, I wanted to have this conversation with you. I don't think this is the right time, but stay ready. Uh, stay ready has been something I've been hearing that I had heard my entire career. And it was a trigger for me. I went back that into that prison. I, I actually threw the key away and I quit. I gave up. And uh, three months later, they called me back and said, hey, Sam, are you ready? You in shape? Uh, I, uh, no, I was not. I hadn't touched the ball in three months. I had, you know, got a, my wife, uh, my now wife, she w- we were engaged at the time. She basically said, Sam, you know, if you, uh, if you want to make this work, we have to do something different. So I started driving for Uber, started driving for Lyft. I had no money. I took a job at Solar City for about two weeks. And when I got that phone call, they called me in the, in the training class of, at Solar City, Sam, you know, we want to bring you back. So I took my tie off. I quit, flew back, actually flew to, flew to Dallas to play. And I had been cut again. I was back home in Vegas on Monday. I uh, solved my wife's uh, 
shoulder and I just said, I just don't understand. I was so angry at God because I felt that uh, everywhere I went, people looked at me and said, this kid belongs to the NBA. Why are you going through this? And at that time, I felt that I was uh, I was defined. My identity was in the NBA. But lo and behold, um, my uh, my calling was not my identity was not wrapped up in that. I am who he says I am, not who people say I am it's just because of my stature. And uh, that was the best thing that never happened to me. And uh, I'm so happy that I am right here where I am now in my life. I like my life a lot better um, than even when I had all the great times playing basketball, but I wouldn't change it for the world. This is so tremendous. Thank you for being up close, personal, and transparent. On the Christina Silva Show, Samuel L. Coleman Jr., when is the last time you held a basketball and where were you and why? Uh, actually, the last time I, I held a basketball was about two weeks ago in a video, and I wasn't on a basketball court. I was actually sitting in my, in my YouTube studio. <laughs> so once again, when was the last time you held a basketball and why? So two weeks ago, sitting in my YouTube studio, playing, literally going, going over, you know, what I'm going to be doing for my uh, nonprofit organization. I just wanted to hear you make an affirmation and a declaration and now a proclamation by repeating to yourself new affirmations and new visions about yourself as a player. You've now dispelled that your stature does not define that you are a basketball yeah. player, that you will play basketball again in much more immeasurable Correct. success. And you too can sell property and work three to four days a week. How does that sound? That is uh, a life by design. And that is what I would, would love to do. Thank you, Sam. I am so invigorated by this interview. How are you feeling so far about telling your story? I, I love it. I enjoy this so much. I feel so fulfilled. And I hope that even if one person is inspired and can change the story that they tell themselves, I feel that my work is complete. Most definitely. Now, learning to share your life takes a peek and a portal into what you do with studying to show yourself approved and also sharing with us tips and tricks and a little bit of highlight inspirations from books you've read, people that have inspired you, and being grateful and thankful to your family. So I would like you first to start out with giving a shout out to the Queen, Faith and Grace, and then I would like you also to talk about City Lights and share with us two books you've recently read that impacted your life. I believe one without sounding super cheesy, but everything that I read, I take bits and pieces from it, but I always challenge it with the word of God because I'm a man of faith. I believe that the Bible is the most motivation, the greatest motivational book that has ever been written um, with the story and the life of Jesus and the New Testament. But also when I look at guru slash, you know, self-help books, I would have to say the go-giver um, was one of my favorite books that I've ever read. And um, Think and Grow Rich are two, uh, two, two very impactful books. But most recently, Think Like a Monk um, and the things that you can see when you only, the things that you can only see when you slow down. I know that's more than two, but those are the ones that most recently impacted my life the most, for sure, just because it, it changed my perspective and, and such a go, go, go um, uh, industry, it forces me to change my perspective and slow down and appreciate things that aren't as tangible. What would your million dollar clients think of you right now on the show? And what do you think that they would say about your real estate expertise in selling their homes for more of a price than they listed it for? First, I, I think that my clients would, uh, if they heard this, when they hear this, they will 
basically say that, yep, that's Sam, uh, my objective in life totally and when until my last breath until i go to heaven that when god says my good and faithful servant job well done when i meet the father he's going to say sam you did exactly well very close to what you were what you were called to do and i don't look at who i was supposed to be as a complete stranger like this is who i wanted you to be sam but this is who you were and i look so different that i'm like man i like, I feel like I failed. I want to be one person in front of my clients, one person on the internet, one person in person. I don't want to have uh, multiple personalities. So I think that they would say, yep, that's Sam. That's the same that we know. And um, when it has that translates to selling their homes uh, above list price, that is uh, that just goes into the work that I do. You know, I, I take on each home personally. And I believe that if I take that listing, and if I say that I can sell it, I'm not going to just get them the bare minimum. I'm not going to do an average job because I never lived an average life. I want to go above and beyond. And they know that. All my clients know that for sure. Thank you. That is so awesome. Well, I too have only known you for a short time, but from what I can discern and ascertain, you are making your journal look like the size of a golden gram in a cereal box. Sam, <laughs> but yet so short in your patience to have people on your team that don't fit. And I want to talk to you about the story of Jesus pruning the tree and also the fig tree that he went to when he was in hunger. When Jesus was hungry, he went to the tree and there was no fruit. And that is how we have to follow in our business lives. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's going to be hurtful to be alone seeking the Lord and being in our purpose when we know it's real estate, public speaking, multimedia, and being sportsmanlike. As an athlete, we have to run the race to get to the luxury listing closes. We have to be as sharp as the two-edged sword, too, and to be pruned by the two-edged sword, the word of the living God. Share with us using the story of the fig tree. How are you going to prune yourself and build the team that's going to take you to financial wealth in a 12-month period? Well, I love uh, the outlook that uh, the Elon Musk has regarding his company as it relates to that, to the pruning. Uh, there's a there's a, a article that I read a while back that said Elon Musk will go into a meeting asking, what are we doing that's working? What are we doing that's stupid? How do we get better at what's working and eliminate what's not? So that's more of where my focus is. Though the tree isn't bearing the fruit that I that I want right now, as I'm planting the seeds, the harvest will come in due time. But as I'm in process, I will trim the fat. I will prune those trees until the harvest that we desire as a team will come to fruition. What's working? How can we get better at it and eliminate what's not working? So from the basketball team, remembering your comrades, coaches, mentors, personal trainers, also clergy and family mates that have been with you all this time, to your new real estate team, what do those two have in common and what can we expect so that the be, do, have system can be ready for our listeners, whether they're salted, mature agents and professionals or they're new to their industries? I, I really believe that as, as human beings, we were, we've, we've been conditionally taught to live that philosophy in reverse. Most people live it, have, do, be. When I have the luxury listings or when I have the nice car, when I have all these things, when I, when I have a bank account full of money, then I'll start doing, then I'll go to yoga, then I'll work out, I'll do these things, and then I'll be the person that is on stage and talking to the people. And that's the way people live it. They live it in reverse. So I encourage people to live it the opposite way. B, what does that person look like in your wildest imagination and your and the, the, the dream that just makes you go, if my life was like that, 
who would I be? Start being that person now. Be that person right now. And that will drive you to do the things that you need to do because I believe perspective drives performance. So if you have uh, uh, an idea of what that person would be like, start being it now. That will lead you to do the things that you need to do and you'll have everything that you, that you want to have. Well, when it comes to Christ and to property, thanks for being my brother. And thanks for helping our audience center <laughs> storytelling, manifestation, freedom, and purpose. You are an excellent role model and you are igniting new relationships day by day. I watched you affect lives of over 20 people yesterday in a small room with social distancing and protections in order. And you truly have gone the extra mile to be a guest on the Christina Silva show. I want to hear one quick way about hoops2homes.com that people can get in touch to find out about their real estate wealth and potential in the future to own homes and tell us about hoops to homes social media contacts. Where can we find you, Sam? Anybody uh, that is looking to buy or sell a home, my direct phone number is 702-883-7845. And on social media, you can get in contact with uh, me and my team at Hoops to Homes. That's our real estate page. And that's on YouTube as well. And hoopstohomes.com to look at our latest listings, coming soon listings, or fill out a, 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 a form to find out what's best, what's the best option for you. If it's time to sell um, or if it's time to buy, get updated rates and what homes are selling for in your in your area, what it would be like to relocate. All that can be found on hoopstohomes.com or contact me directly for more information. On every Christina Silva show, we salute our troops of past, present, and future eras of service. And we remember those that are fallen and those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. We honor our nation. We thank our leadership. And we pray God's blessings on our nation for more continued freedom. And this week, we have a surprise ambush to our prayer warrior, Sam Coleman. He's going to bless the troops that are deployed afar for our freedom. And he's also going to bless his business, his family, my family, and yours. Go ahead, Sam, with a word to our Father, which art in heaven. Uh, Heavenly Father, I pray right now for every troop, every every person that's been dispatched to, to stand on the forefront for our country. God, would you touch their families? God, would you transform their families from the inside out that they would speak blessings over the extra hedge of protection, God, in every aspect of the armed forces. God, would you pray over, uh, I, I pray over our families uh, here on the show, people that are listening. God, I pray that you would cover us all in I speak increase, God, as we're pruning our trees in every aspect of our life and our business. God, would you allow us to bear much fruit and uh, pray for a life of abundance and a continuous, continuous level of peace that surpasses all understanding. God, thank you for this great country and all those that serve it. And we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Well, we thank you for listening to the Christina Silva Show continuously for our 14th year. We thank Voice America for their charitable efforts to continue the show from Cami's to Civvies, the 501c3 that partners with champions like Sam Coleman, the new face of Summerlin in Sun City, Las Vegas, Nevada. For Hoops to Homes, you can look forward to seeing Sam on the court, inspiring youth and helping the less fortunate from every color of brown to shades of black and even gold. Sam Coleman, Hoops to Homes, Big Sam, the Property Brother. And as for me, Christina Silva, your host of Educating Our Veterans Live, we'll be back with more features from Sam, and I'll be touring those properties and bringing it to you on Facebook Live. So stay tuned for more of the Christina Silva Show every Wednesday, Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. on the Voice America Variety Channel and CRS, Multimedia, and 24-7. We'll be back to inspire you with Creative Resiliency Solutions. Be safe. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Drop the mic and peace out. <laughs> 
Thank you for tuning in this week to The Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi. Mm-hmm.